Hello, and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Adrian Ross Show on the BMG Network. That is the bmgnetwork.com and also obviously on major podcast platforms. I'm going to jump into this episode, starting as I've been starting with sharing a review. Thank you so much to those of you who leave a review. This one comes from Sarah, and it says, Thank you, Adrian, for your thought-provoking biblical truths. You are a breath of fresh air. Thank you, Sarah. That was short, but also sweet. I'm so grateful for those kind words. And I ask all of you to please leave a review. Go to Apple Podcasts or wherever a review may be left. Take a moment, please, and just share with me your thoughts about the podcast. Much, much, much appreciated. So I ask that again. All right, we're going to jump right into this episode and I have to say that this is this is a this is a tough one because there there's so many things going through my mind when it pertains to this topic so it's a bit of a it's a bit of a challenge for me to kind of tie everything together but let's do that let's talk about what has been going on in the last several days in terms of Texas and the issue of abortion Abortion is always a very, it's a very emotional topic. People are really riled up about the topic, always have been. And uh, my guess is that um, it probably will always be a topic that elicits a lot of emotion. Um, I'm passionate about the topic as well. I am unapologetically pro-life. I am unapologetically a believer that we need to protect the life of the unborn, the most vulnerable among us. Having said that, I also know that there are many people who have found themselves in circumstances and situations that are, um, as uh, one might say, less than than ideal. And and that's what brings out the, the emotion for, for many people. Having said that, I believe in strength and faith and I believe that there are so many people who are willing to come alongside women who find themselves in these circumstances and they're willing to walk with them and they're willing to say to them, you know, there's, there's a, there are more options than to terminate the pregnancy, to um, end the life of the life within you. And I believe that if you're truly for women, then you want to walk alongside them. Look, I know people who are who have adopted, who foster, who who give, who um, are a part of organizations and groups that help women who are in a pregnancy that they didn't anticipate or uh, or whatever, and they they. They give themselves to that. So so there's that argument that, yeah, you know, everybody who wants to talk about pro-life, but they don't want to help anybody. And no, no, that's that's not true. There are many, many people and many resources that are saying to women, this is a tough time for you, but you are tougher. And we're going to come alongside you, hold your hand, and we're going to offer you other options other than doing something that's going to cause you even more pain. Because we know that women who have abortions many of them end up suffering with emotional pain and even physical issues. There's a whole, you can do the research, there's a whole uh, set of facts out there about the the uh, the sadness of 
uh, diseases and things like that, that that come as a result of women who have ab abortions, not to mention the emotional trauma. How do you not, if you're, if you're uh, any kind of nurturer or sensitive at all, and we know that, that life is a bit of a trip and some people don't have that natural instinct, unfortunately. That's a whole separate issue, but 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 a woman who's got that natural instinct and that nurturing spirit that God has given her, you know, how do you not feel feel horrible after you've done something like terminate the the life that that is within you? And so, to to um to truly care about women is to want to say to them, you know what, there there's another option. There's there's adoption. There there's there are resources. There are people who are going to help you. Let's let's not compound this issue by ending the life that's within you. And then there are those out there who have had an abortion. So when you talk about it, it's extra emotional for them. And and, and there's there's no, it, uh, thank God, he's a God of forgiveness. And because he's a God of forgiveness, if you found yourself in that situation where you've had abortions, and we, we know there are lots of people who are pro-life who will say, I wasn't always pro-life. I had this, this abortion or that abortion, and, and many of them have had many abortions. And now they are fierce fighters for life, you know? And so um, if you have had an abortion, that doesn't mean that you are without hope. God is a God of love and grace and mercy. And um, and he forgives uh, when we acknowledge that we need forgiveness. So I, I want to lay that out first, okay? But I, again, am unpo unapologetic in my stand for life. So Texas, Texas has um, created some, whatever you want to call it, it's been mayhem, I guess, because of the heartbeat law. And that is when a heartbeat is detected, okay? No more abortion. When a heartbeat is detected, I believe it's six weeks, um, the law states that there's no more abortion. And people, some people are livid. Politicians are livid. And my thought is, okay, let's just be real here, okay? How do you, how are you, how are you livid? How are you upset that, that there's a law that would protect a baby when a heartbeat is there? To me, that is just insane. That's just insane. First of all, I, I want, I want to say this, follow the science. That's what we're hearing, right? Follow the science about everything. We know that life begins at conception. Okay. Life doesn't begin at six weeks. Life begins at conception. And part of me says, okay, um, you know, we start talking about, well, the heartbeat is there, so, th so that's a life. Well, it's a life. The baby is a life, period. Okay? N not just at six weeks. And and so part of me says when we say that, we're kind of, you know, we're kind of um, acting as if life does not begin from the jump. And that's not the case. The science declares life is there before six weeks, okay? But I understand that people are trying to find victories where they can find it. So if we have to start with um, with the heartbeat at six weeks, then we'll, we'll take it until we can continue to, to, to get rid of this whole thing altogether. So I want to say that, okay? But to me, surely... Surely we can agree when there's a heartbeat, there's life. We are following the science. I mean, when they when they want us to get vaccinated, when they want us to wear masks, when all this stuff with the virus, it's all about follow the science, even though they're not following the science on that 
but we'll save that for another day. But I'm going to throw that out because these people are are hypocrites, many of them, with their follow the science stuff, and yet they won't follow the science and they don't have a problem uh, killing babies in the womb. Okay? Um, but they want to follow the science. Come on. Can we can we just be real? And oh, what about the my body, uh, my choice? Right? We they want to say that about abortion, and they don't. Then they don't want to say that about vaccination. Again, don't want to get into all that. But the my body, my choice. Let's stop right there and let's talk about science. Science and common sense will tell us that the baby in the womb is the baby's body. Okay, so it's not your body. All right, you are pregnant with another body, okay? And so it's not my body, my choice. This is the baby's body. And the baby is not able, because of the vulnerability, the most vulnerable among us, the baby is not able to stand up for him or herself and and say, no, stop. I don't want to be have my limbs ripped apart, Okay. I, do, I, you know, I mean, I, I hate to be blunt like that, but no, I don't want to be so ill-treated. No, this is, this is horrible. It's devastating. It's wrong. And so if the baby cannot speak up for the baby's body, then some common sense people with a heart ourselves have to be the ones to stand up. Okay, this is not some issue that just isn't isn't important. Some people act like it's not. Eh, you know, it's. Eh. I mean, it's it's not it, it's not it's not like it's, this is a life. This is a baby within the womb. You know, there have been people who have worked in abortion clinics who will tell you what they have seen, and they have come out of that because once they realized what the heck was going on, the trauma, the the pain, even that. They couldn't do it anymore. And others have become so cold and callous in this world that we're living in that they just, and I, and I don't, it is cold and callous when you can just say, you know what? Eh, sad. And then we've got, like I said, with this law coming out in Texas, and I know there's some pushback, Planned Parenthood has, you know, got the temporary restraining order, et cetera. You can look that up, but, but but we're still forging ahead. They're they're still forging ahead. I'm not I'm not in Texas, but I applaud Texas. I know there's a reason I always want to visit Texas. But this the, these tweets and these things from 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 politicians and from regular people who think this is such a travesty that you would want to protect the life of the unborn. They're talking about this war on women. Well, have you ever thought about the fact that the baby, if if um if it's a if it's a female baby if it's a girl that that girl will grow up to be a woman too what about the war on that woman what about the war on that baby girl what about the war on, on her body and her right to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness what why does that not matter now then you've got the people who are saying that if we get rid of uh, Roe v. Wade, if we get rid of abortion, then the women are going to have to resort to the back alley abortions again. You know, let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you how this works. People 
love to use fear to control. Okay. That's a fear tactic. Again, there are many, many resources for women who find themselves pregnant and find their pregnancy. It's sad to even use this term inconvenient. Well, life is full of inconveniences, but we have, we take responsibility for our actions. I mean, we could, we could choose to be abstinent, right? And so if you choose not to be and you're pregnant and it's an inconvenience, well, you know what? There are resources. People are, people want to adopt. People want to help. People want to tell you that they are the people who are truly pro-women and will walk alongside you. Okay. So the fear tactic of the back alley abortion is what they use to control you. Okay. It's a control tactic. It's the same stuff that they do with, this is the same stuff that they do with the virus. People are using fear because you can get people to agree to almost anything as long as you introduce fear into the mix. So there's that. And then, of course, you always have the argument, well, what about rape and incest? And it's horrible, unthinkable, unspeakable if a woman is raped. We all agree to that. But you look at the numbers, the percentages of, of of women who are getting abortions because of rape or incest are extremely, extremely low, extremely low, not to minimize when it happens, but extremely low. So it's not the reason why people are generally getting an abortion. Again, it's that fear tactic that people are using. So they use that to say, well, what if she gets what if she gets raped? then she can't have an abortion. Again, it's a spirit of fear at work that wants to control people, okay? So since it's brought up, what about rape? I still believe that a woman is strong enough by the grace of God, by other people coming alongside her, holding her hand, not just throwing her out there and just you deal with it, but loving on them and letting them know we will walk with you through this because you know what? It's not the child's fault. The rapist doesn't get sentenced to death, but the baby does. The innocent one and the whole thing, of course, and the woman as well. Why, why? Why should the baby die? So, and again, those numbers are extremely low. One, One's too many, obviously. But that's not the general reason people are getting, uh, people are getting uh, abortions. So we're going to pull us, we're going to move aside from the play on, the play on emotions and the fear tactic, okay? And we're going to focus on what's in front of us. And that is the precious life of the baby. And of course, if you're a person of faith, we know the Bible says before you were formed in the womb, I knew you. So there's that as well. Science backs up. Life begins at conception. And God, of course, has said before you were formed in the womb, I already knew you. There was already a call on your life beforehand. And the Bible also says God hates the shedding of innocent blood. That baby's innocent. Okay? And so we can't just throw our hands up and just act like this is not valuable and important. And then we have our president, President Joe Biden, who came out and spoke about this. He's upset about this law that protects the unborn. In fact, he went on, he actually said, I'm going to pull this up here. He actually said 
that he um, doesn't, he understands and respects that some people uh, believe that life begins at conception. And he says, I don't agree, but I, I respect that. Now that goes completely against something he said in 2015 um, as a professing Catholic, which it shouldn't matter that you're Catholic. It's not about being Catholic. I know there's a lot of talk about, well, the Catholic, it's not about being Catholic. I'm not Catholic, but I believe the word of God. I'm a Christian. So it's not about being Catholic. We all of faith should understand and believe that God values life and that abortion is not his plan. Okay. Well, Joe Biden says, I don't agree that life begins at conception, but I respect those who do. But yeah, he's still railing against this law in Texas. Okay. Well, Joe Biden doesn't have to agree because he's going to follow the science, right? So he doesn't have to agree that life begins at conception. Life begins whether Joe Biden says it does or not. Okay. So his attitude about it, neither here nor there. Okay. And then other people like AOC, Alexandria, uh, um, uh, Cortez, Ocasio-Cortez, sorry, I botched her name, AOC, you know, representative from New York, who talked about, as she put it, Christian extremists who want to make it difficult for women to have an abortions. And I'm thinking, Christian extremists, they love to throw that around. I'm going to tell you what extreme is. Extreme is, extreme is thinking that it's okay to kill a baby, Period. Extreme is thinking that it's okay when you hear a heartbeat still to end the life of that baby, snuff that life out. To me, that's extreme. However, I will concede. Yeah, I'm extreme. I'm extreme about life. I'm extreme about protecting those who can't protect themselves. I'm extreme about about what God says about life. and how I'm extreme about not ripping babies' limbs apart. So yeah, if there's anything worth being extreme about, it should be that. So if you want to call that extreme, call, sign me up, sign me up. Okay? She's extreme about the Green New Deal. These politicians are extreme about raising your taxes. These politicians are extreme about letting everybody into our country without proper vetting. That's what, that's what they want to be extreme about. And yet I'm supposed to feel bad that I'm extreme about life and protecting the unborn. You can call it what you want. And then of course, you've got the people who are, who are saying, well, this is going to cut down healthcare. Secret here. Abortion is not healthcare. But anyway, they want to cut down health care for women, which will adversely affect, quote unquote, minorities. Let me tell you something about this faux love for, quote, minorities. It's faux. Okay? And folks need to stop buying into it because Planned Parenthood, we should know, purposely sets itself up in, quote, minority communities for the purpose of snuffing out our population. And we could go into a whole long thing about the fact that abortion is killing off the black population like nothing else is. More die from abortion than all these diseases we could name and even accidents and all that stuff. Why? Because that's the plan. It was Margaret Sanger's plan, founder of Planned Parenthood, and it's still an agenda. Okay? I mean, Planned Parenthood has been busted even, saying that they would accept money 
to specifically go toward a black woman's abortion because those black people are getting ahead of themselves. That's all out there. So for all these people who pretend to love the black people and they got to have abortion because it's best for the black people's health care, stop it. Because anybody paying attention already knows your agenda. And these politicians and these regular everyday people who act like they just love black people and Hispanic people and low-income people, cut it out. You don't. Because abortion is killing us off. And they're setting up in our neighborhoods for that purpose. Okay? It's not hidden. So if you don't know, you don't know because you don't want to know. Now you can go do your research now that you know. Okay? That's how it has been. That's how it is. Okay? And it's sad. You know, I was an English teacher for nearly 18 years. And one of the books that, one of the pieces of literature we did was something called A Raisin in the Sun. A Raisin in the Sun by Lorraine Hansberry. Amazing, amazing uh, play, drama. Uh, that goes, there's been several renditions of it, including the original with Sidney Poitier. And, and I remember when his, when his wife, when Ruth was going to have an abortion and mama said, we ain't never, you know, they, 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 we, we, we've always been a people who gives life, not who takes it. You know, we've always been a people who give life, not who takes it. And so we've got to be those people. She was railing against that. Okay. And so. We need to rail against it because it's the right thing to do. So I applaud. I applaud Texas. And I know there's probably a, a huge battle coming. But we need to protect life. And for those who are angry about that, you are out of your minds. And this, it's demonic. It's like in the Bible when you, you knew, you know that there's evil reigning when they want to kill the children. They want to offer the children to, to these, to these fake gods and kill them. There's that spirit of death when a, when a culture cares more about other things than it cares about, about babies. You know you're sick because you know what? I don't like anybody hurt or mistreated, but the most vulnerable, the elderly, I, you know, and I'm like that, whether it's elderly or the, or the, the babies or um, even animals, it's just sick. And we've got to, we, this is what has happened. It's, I'm, I'm, I go so far as to say it's demonic. We're talking here, it should be at any stage of life, but we're talking here about there's a heart heartbeat and you still, you're mad. You're ticked off. You're going on Twitter. You're calling them Christian extremists. You're saying this is wrong because so-called constitution, which has been skewed. We know that whole thing has been skewed to fit an agenda. And you, and that doesn't bother you. I, I, if, if that doesn't bother you, you are jacked up in your spirit and in your thinking. There's hope because God can change hearts and he has been doing it. There have been people who, I mean, are changed. Dr. Alvita King, she's all on this thing. I believe it's Abby Johnson is the name of the woman who worked for Planned Parenthood. And now she is passionately pro-life and sharing what she saw it sees in that place, had, did see in, in those, in that clinic that she worked in. I'm telling you, we've got to stand for life. And, and if, and if, if you don't have a heart for God, at least do what you say you want to do and follow the science. Life begins at conception. Oh, and I don't want to forget this. 
there was an article about somebody who had the nerve to say, if we get rid of uh, abortion or this issue with Texas, then there will be more Down syndrome children. Now we know that I believe the numbers are about 90% of, of Down syndrome pregnancies are terminated. And so this person had the nerve to actually say that Down syndrome would become rampant. Here's the headline. The headline of the article I read, abortion lobby argues Texas law will flood states with Down syndrome children. Well, first of all, who are you to decide that Down syndrome babies aren't worth being here? There are parents who would argue vehemently that their baby is just as important as yours, even with Down syndrome. What an evil elitist mindset. Oh my goodness, if we don't have abortions, then then people will have to give birth to the baby within their womb. The doctor told them had Down syndrome and that's just unthinkable. Who do you think you are? Again, evil. And almost 90% of those pregnancies are terminated again because people have incited fear people have have made other people think that they're not strong enough to handle that okay so if your if your child has a has a disability it's going to be difficult but again it may, it may be more difficult maybe what you didn't obviously didn't expect but that doesn't mean that that baby isn't loved that baby isn't as valuable that baby isn't god's gift and it doesn't mean that people, other people who might, who you might struggle a little bit and you're trying to figure out how am I going to wrap my, my brain around, around this. And, and there are people who can come alongside you. That's the thing. It's a, it's about unity. It's about, and there are people who are, whether you have an unplanned pregnancy or whether your pregnancy as you found out there's Down syndrome or whatever, there, there's, there are resources and there are people and truly being pro-woman is recognizing yeah, I can do this by the grace of God and the resources there. I don't have to compound the problem because then terminating that life, killing the baby within you only compounds the problem. Because when the light bulb comes on of what you have done, it only adds to depression. It only adds to a, self, a sense of helplessness. It only adds to physical issues also that the science tells us. Uh, comes with an abortion. So I had to speak on this. I wanted to speak on this in, in a way. Part of me doesn't want to speak on it because it's so, you know, my, my mind is so all over the place when it comes. There's so many different aspects to it. But the truth of the matter is that the Lord says before you were formed in the, in the womb, I knew you. I called you. We are not, I mean, we're not going to, we're not going to give in to the lie that that baby is not a baby, is not a life. We're not, you know, I mean, common sense says if it becomes a life, it was a life. It's, you know, it didn't wake up at four, it was a life. It was a life. He or she was a life from the beginning. So we're going to speak up and we're going to, we're, we're so grateful for the, the stand Texas has taken and um, we pray for more. We pray for more that the battle is not over, I'm sure, but the battle is worth it. 
And we've got to push back against the evil of abortion because it is evil. And I know we like to like tippy toe around it and you're judgmental and all that. Listen, it's not about judgment. I'm not judging. I, God said, and it's common sense. It really is. All right. So to support women, we want to stand alongside them and also to support babies who can't fight for themselves, you know, and, um, I'd like to, you know, if you, if you want to, to send me an email about this, feel free to do that, you know, at adrianrosscom at gmail.com to continue this conversation. And, um, but that's, that's where I am. So let's continue to pray. Let's continue to pray for life and, and be grateful for every victory we get and to love children and to love God. Isn't that what it's, it's all about? That's what it's all about. So thank you for joining me for another episode of the Adrian Ross Show on the BMG Network and on major podcast platforms. Uh, please leave a review. Appreciate that. Visit my website at adrianrosscom.com, my online school, adrianrossacademy.com, and you can subscribe to my online column, adrianrosscolumn.com. And please check out the other podcasts and insightful podcasters at the BMG Network. Thank you so much. God bless you. The Adrian Ross Show was produced and edited in the BMG studio. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Find more episodes of The Adrian Ross Show at thebmgnetwork.com and major podcast platforms. Be sure to tune in regularly. You don't want to miss even one episode.